0: Coming up on today's episode of The Virtual Couch, welcome to Holland. While you're here, grab a pair of wooden shoes. Let's go see a windmill. That will make a lot more sense in just a matter of moments. Coming up on The Virtual Couch. Hey, everybody. We know one of the uh, one of the things that you would think would be a really, really good thing about having a busy, thriving therapy practice is uh, that you have a lot of people that wanna see you. But can I tell you, as a therapist with a, uh, a very busy, thriving practice, that part is it can be overwhelming because you get into the profession because you want to help everybody but you can't you you can't help everybody and so that's why i have partnered with the folks at betterhelp.com again that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p.com slash virtual couch betterhelp.com is the world's largest e-counseling program and their mission and they're doing a great job of it is to make professional counseling accessible affordable and convenient so that anybody who struggles with Any of life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. And again, uh, if you go to betterhelp.com slash virtual couch, there is a special offer. You can get um, 10% off of the cost of your first month's counseling. So, again, that's BetterHelp.com slash Virtual Couch. And, uh, I'll t- okay, let's go off the script here. Um, I've been checking BetterHelp out a lot. They, there is so much documentation there. It's incredible. If you go to read the reviews, uh, it, it, I had this little moment where I was reading a lot of reviews, and it was people that do spe- specific types of counseling. There's some trauma counseling. There's some things like that. And there's things that I know a fair amount about, and if somebody came to see me about the topic, I would feel pretty confident in, uh, in helping the person. But, man, BetterHelp.com has some therapists that are very, very specialized and, uh, and so it's just, it's an incredibly broad range of expertise in their counselor network. And, and the truth is you might not have that expertise available in your area, and this is available for people worldwide. You, you can log into your account anytime. You can send messages to your therapist. And the assessment is what I've done. They gave me a, an account, and so I am going through the assessment right now. I'm going to talk to somebody. Maybe I can talk to them about what it's like to try to um, you know, balance a busy practice with a lot of people that are sending very nice emails but who want to be seen. Um, but I'm doing this assessment, and the assessment tools are pretty, uh, pretty impressive. And so they'll, they assess your needs. They match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. I true story today. I had to reply back to somebody and first tell them that I was full. And, uh, they said, no, really, I, you know, I'll wait. And, and I didn't even want to tell them like how long the wait is. So, um, BetterHelp.com, I think they have, it's uh 4,000 therapists or 4,500 therapists access to, so you can get in and see somebody pretty quick, but go check out the reviews, betterhelpcom slash reviews. And again, go to betterhelpcom slash virtual couch. That's better. H E L P. Dot com. And, uh, Join over 500,000 people that are taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And and I'll leave you right here. Special offer for Virtual Couch listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Virtual Couch. And one more quick thing. The the price um, for therapy, it, it actually really is. I had a couple of people email me after I did the big intro before episode 140. And it is. It's a little more affordable than uh, – than a lot of traditional therapy. Um, And again, it's licensed professional therapists. So betterhelp.com slash virtual couch. If you you just are thinking about going to therapy, go check it out. And uh, let's get on with the show. Everybody. Welcome to episode 141 of The Virtual Couch. I'm your host, Tony Overbay. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified mindful habit coach, writer, speaker, husband, father for four, ultramarathon runner, and creator of The Path Back, an online pornography recovery program that is helping people like you reclaim their lives from the harmful effects of turning to pornography as a coping mechanism, as a habitual pattern. If you or anybody that you know is struggling to put pornography behind them once and for all, and trust me, it can be done, and uh, done in a healthy, cup-filling, strength-based, hold the shame way head over to pathbackrecovery.com and there you can download a short ebook that describes five common mistakes that people make when trying to overcome pornography addiction. Again, that's pathbackrecovery.com and take a quick second and uh, visit the Virtual Couch on Instagram at Virtual Couch and you can now find a Virtual Couch page on Facebook. There's also the Tony Overbay Licensed Marriage and Family Therapist page on there and last but not least, stop by tonyoverbay.com and sign up to find out more about a lot of really, really exciting programs and things that are coming. So let's get on with the show. Alright, welcome. We've got an afternoon recording. I can hear the white noise machine in my headphones, and uh, hopefully you can too. That tells us that we're recording in the middle of the day. Had a client cancellation today, and those uh, those are rare at times, and uh, sometimes I don't know what to do with myself. Um, So I thought, let's record a podcast. Let's kind of do one off the cuff. And uh, there's a there's a and I'm really excited about this. It's so much so that I put, put a little bit of pressure on myself that I really want this to be. Um, I don't know. I want it to be a good episode. And as I say that, it's as if I didn't want the other 140 that came before this to be very good. But uh, but here's the let me do a little bit of a setup. So many, many years ago, I had someone who brought to me a poem and the poem. I, is it a poem? I think it's maybe not a poem. Maybe it's just a oh, it's an essay. I think it's an essay. And the essay is entitled Welcome to Holland. And maybe you saw that on the title and you're thinking, what, what's what's up with Welcome to Holland? If you know about the essay, then uh, hang with me because I'm going to go a little bit of a different direction. But the essay was initially written well, and it was written in 1987, which I have to say, I was a junior in high school at the time. had uh, just beautiful feathered hair, um, went to the back. Of my, And that's funny if you don't know, if you've never seen a picture of me, I'm completely bald at this point. But in 1987 by Emily Pearl Kingsley and uh, and and. Here's what she... Let me just jump into this. She says, I'm often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability, to try and help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. And then she says it's like this. And and, uh, and I'm going to read that. But... I was first given this uh, this by a client who was talking about raising a child with a disability, and this poem it's beautiful. I mean, it, it, this or essay it's essay. If it's an essay, it's a poem. You know what I'm saying? But beautiful. I mean, really, literally one that um, kind of did bring tears to my eyes, especially from the person who shared it with me, based on the things that we've been talking about in a session, and uh, and and so. Um it, I've thought about it so much, and I used to bring it up when I was working with somebody who maybe was de- dealing with a child with a disability and uh, in, in any type of disability or any time where the, the person felt like, you know, and, and they're being raw, they're being vulnerable in the room and because they love their child, but they're saying – you know, I, I kind of anticipated having the all-American boy or the all-American girl, that sort of thing, and then that's not necessarily the case. And so um, this poem has just been very powerful in those situations. But then I've taken the idea of this essay, and I feel like it, it is so applicable in so many areas of life. It's applicable in the area of grief and loss. Um, I worked with clients who have lost a spouse and who the entire time, they said that they would. Um, they just anticipated or expected this particular version of life. Um, that they would. Maybe it was that they were gonna have a white picket fence, and they were gonna have you know uh, four kids, and they were gonna go on vacations to Disneyland, and and then uh, they aren't in a situation to do that financially, or they have a spouse who might suffer with depression or anxiety, and so. Now this is where they're at, and that's okay. And so sometimes I feel like this poem, or this essay, um, kind of speaks to that as well. well I, you know what, I should probably read it uh, and then put all this in context, right? So let me read this. So Welcome to Holland. I'll read that first paragraph again as well by Emily Pearl Kingsley, and this is from 1987. Uh, she says, I'm often asked to describe the experience of raising a child with a disability, to try and help people who have not shared that unique experience to understand it, to imagine how it would feel. And she says it's like this. When you're going to have a baby, it's like planning a fabulous vacation trip to Italy. You buy a bunch of guidebooks and you make your wonderful plans, the Colosseum, the Michelangelo, David, the gondolas in Venice. You may learn some handy phrases in Italian, and it's all very exciting. So then after months of eager anticipation, the day finally arrives. You pack your bags, and off you go. Several hours later, the plane lands, and the stewardess comes on and says, "'Welcome to Holland.' "'Holland,' you say.' What do you mean Holland? I signed up for Italy. I'm supposed to be in Italy. All my life I've dreamed of going to Italy. But there's been a change in the flight plan. They've landed in Holland and there you must stay. So the important thing is that they haven't taken you to a horrible, disgusting, filthy place full of pestilence, famine, and disease. It's just a different place. So now you have to go out and buy new guidebooks and you must learn a whole new language and you'll have to meet a whole new group of people that you never would have met. It's just a different place. It's a slower-paced place than Italy. It's less flashy than Italy. But after you've been here for a while, and you catch your breath, and you look around, and you begin to notice that Holland has windmills, and Holland has tulips, and Holland even has Rembrandts, but everybody you know is busy coming and going from Italy, and they're all bragging about what a wonderful time they had there. And for the rest of your life, you will say, yeah, that's where I was supposed to go. That's what I had planned. And the pain of that will never, ever, ever go away, because the loss of that dream is a very, very significant loss. But if you spend your life mourning the fact that you didn't get to Italy, you may never be free to enjoy the very special, the very lovely things about Holland. So I, I hope you can see why I just I just find this a, a remarkable, a fascinating, a beautiful essay, and how it can be applicable not only to having a special needs child. But it can be just applicable to your life. I mean, how many of us had those plans of going to Italy? Um, Super funny thing here is when I tell this without reading it, I don't know where I always talk about Hawaii. So I say that you're packing your bags and your swimsuit, your sunscreen, you're learning all about Hawaii. But uh, but so how many of us do we make those plans and we our entire life? We're thinking about going to Italy and we've heard our parents talk about Italy and we see our friends talking about Italy. And then when we are, you know, our marriage, you know, our marriage, we think is going to be like this trip to Italy. But then we're we're a few years in and uh, we realize, OK, you know, um, due to circumstances of uh, financial or, or mental health issues or uh, grief, loss, death, um, movement, those sort of things that that all of a sudden maybe we're not in Italy, but we're in Holland. And so a lot of times I think that people, a lot of clients I work with, spend a whole lot of time in sessions talking about Italy and what Italy would be like and why they should be in Italy and how their friends are always talking about Italy. And I'm kind of trying to work with Let's let's kind of explore Holland, and that concept is that concept of, of being very present, of being mindful, and that concept also leaks its way into those things that I love, like acceptance and commitment therapy. Where if our goal is to be, you know, to have a, the best marriage we can we can have, or to be the best parent that we can be, the best father, the best mother, um, to you know to really go all in on on my spirituality or on my health, then those stories of you know I should be in I should be in Italy or everybody else is in Italy. Um, Those are just stories that our brain is trying to connect to fuse to, to hook us to so that we can then sit there and ruminate and feel bad about not being in Italy. And instead that just keeps us away from working on being very present in Holland. So, so I'll kind of end it here. I don't want to kind of uh, beat a dead horse as they say. Um, But uh, how many of us are, are looking I mean, maybe you're in Italy, you know, if you are, uh have a little pasta, um a little olive oil and uh and enjoy. But I'll tell you, when you when you go to the airport, um don't just talk all the time about how amazing Italy is. Ask ask people about Holland. Uh ask them how what they think about Holland. That's actually a little bit of empathy there, right? And if you are found yourself whether it's special needs child or whether it's uh death of a spouse, um or a parent too soon or or suffering from a mental illness, you or your spouse, um any of those things a financial disaster uh something someone done you wrong you know you're in holland and uh go grab a pair of wooden shoes i mean i think that'd be kind of fun to walk around in those anyway the sound of, on the pavement has got to be uh, spectacular um but uh but don't just always think about what it would be like in italy just be present enjoy holland all right we're gonna end that one right there and uh, i'll see you next week on the virtual couch Oxbus.